Weekly Wheaties 2323, Sherlocking, Reddit, Clean App. Sherlocking, the ultimate form of flattery or insult. In the technology world of software and hardware, apps and accessories come and go. This happens on large and small scales alike. Some companies choose to end production or development on their own will based on time or cost. Some simply outlive their usefulness or existence, and some become Sherlocked. This term was coined back in the early 2000s as Apple's own app. Sherlock, now known as Spotlight, updated more and more to resemble features a third-party app offered, Watson. Since this app was one of the first, or at least most witnessed from a consumer standpoint, to borrow similar features from another app, the term Sherlocked stuck moving forward. Each year during Apple's WWDC, developers wait to see not only which new features will be shared, that they may improve their own apps, but what features may be shared to cause them to pivot, prepare to close, or something in between. Most of the time, Apple does include features of other current apps. They usually may only include around 80% of the features. In some cases, they may even offer extra features other apps do not offer. Whether Apple does Sherlock an app or not may sometimes even be irrelevant and doesn't mean they have to shut down. There are niches in the technosphere that still want the extra 20% and are willing to pay enough to keep that company afloat. For example, while Watson is no longer available, a similar software is Alfred. In some cases, apps become acquired with a huge weather example being the app Dark Sky. I can't speak to the idiosyncrasies of acquisition versus Sherlocking, and when Apple decides to do what, but would assume it would have something to do with costs and potential legalities. Not to mention Microsoft arguably did this first in a big way with Internet Explorer and Netscape. Back to weather as an example, in Apple's case, many third-party apps have had success over the years since a standalone iPad weather app wasn't available until 2022. Keep in mind the first iPad was released in 2010, and the first iPhone in 2007 was pre-installed with a weather app. There is also still no first-party calculator app for the iPad. An example of other apps and hardware to be Sherlocked in the past include Duet Display, an app that allows one to use their iPad as a second screen, Sherlocked by Sidecar. Flux, an app that adjusts the color of your screen based on the time of day. Sherlocked by Night Shift. Tile, a small physical device used to track other physical items. Sherlocked by AirTags. Bridge, high-quality laptop-style hinged iPad keyboards. Sherlocked by Magic Keyboards. Recently, with the announcements made for iOS 17 at the 2022 WWDC, it appears as a few other apps and hardware devices may soon be Sherlocked as well. Two major examples include Day One via Apple's new journal app and just about any other AR-VR headset with Apple's Vision Pro. What's important here, though, is many other apps are Sherlocked without any thought or intention by a consumer. If the first-party apps do what you want, why would you even consider looking for a third-party app? Many people make do and work within the boundaries of what's offered by Apple or even Google, because they do this too. For a personal example, I literally have Google Maps installed on my phone because it offers offline maps. Once updating to iOS 17, I can delete this app because the built-in Maps app will do this. And personally, I just prefer it over Google Maps. But don't give me a hard time, you do this too. 
When's the last time you used a standalone GPS in your car, including the built-in ones? You helped Sherlock, Tom, Tom, Garmin, and others, or at least made them pivot. Now, what happens when popular apps or social media sites Sherlock other apps? In case you missed it, the Reddit revolution, a social media site with a forum type field that allows users to up and down vote posts and comments known as Reddit, is making changes with their API or application protocol interface. Previously, third-party apps could use the API for free and will now have to pay 24 cents per 1,000 API calls. At a basic level, an API is the coding that allows one website or app to communicate with other websites or apps. Every time a user loads a post or comment, makes a comment, upvotes, downvotes, on Reddit, it would make an API call. Third-party apps and users now have to pay for these API calls when they previously did not have to. Some popular apps are looking at a multi-million dollar bill every month moving forward starting in July. There are a lot of nuances to this, but ultimately this is causing some apps to shut down or become Sherlocked, some to start charging a fee, and also opens a possibility of developers to create an alternate to Reddit. As reported by The Verge, the developer of a major third-party app, Apollo, accidentally became the face of a revolution against Reddit. Thousands of subreddits have also shut down in protest, with some still currently closed and others slowly opening back up. There are a few ways to look at this, and personally I'm a bit torn. As Reddit prepares to IPO, they are now looking to become profitable. That is arguably hard to do when they are giving away server usage through APIs, and not receiving any advertisement benefits, as third-party apps do not deliver ads to users. This is the same thing Twitter went through recently, as many other apps and organizations have done time and time again. It's very discouraging and aggravating not only for the third-party developers, but for the volunteer moderators who use other apps to help moderate the various subreddits across the site. Not to mention, Reddit never had their own first-party app until they bought out another popular third-party app, Alien Blue. All this said, a user on Reddit posted the number of app downloads for each third-party app on iOS and Android. While some may argue third-party users may account for much more usage of the site than a typical first-party app user, they still take up roughly 10% of all app usage. Something I learned about in that post is what's called the 99-1 rule, where 90% of social media users are lurkers, 9% are intermittent contributors, and 1% are the heavy contributors. Read more on Engadget. Pick of the week, clean app. If you're in the midst of or delayed spring cleaning, I would like to share an app to help clean up photos on your iPhone. This app has been known to be Tinder-esque, as you're able to swipe through pictures pretty quickly. I've used it for multiple years, and this is the quickest way I've found to delete pictures when you are not doing a typical select all. As you open your pictures album, you have four options. Swipe down to delete a picture. Swipe left to decide later. Swipe right to go back. Swipe up to favorite. It makes a pretty nice experience, and you can pick back up where you leave off if you can't go through your entire camera roll in one sitting. And in case you're worried, if you accidentally delete something, you can undelete it from the trash. Once deleting all the pictures you'd like, you must then delete them from the trash 
to clear them from your phone. Happy deleting. Download the Clean app on the App Store. An alternate for Android users looks to be called Slidebox. Download it on the Google Play Store. Weekly Wheaties is a reader-supported publication. To receive new posts and support my work, consider becoming a free or paid subscriber. Links for the above-mentioned items are available at weeklywheaties.com.